fit your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County School District Number 2 High School Booster Club will be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. This is the time of the year. Window chips can crack out easily with the changing temps. If you hit an unexpected pothole, your window chip can crack out. We can help. Hi, this is Timmy with Novus Auto Glass. We want to help you save money by getting your chips fixed right away. Stop in or call today to make an appointment. In some cases, we can get you in the same day. Novus Auto Glass, 347 North Main, 672-0139. Are you looking for a rewarding career? Then Sheridan Memorial Hospital is looking for you to join our dedicated team. We have clinical and non-clinical openings, so you don't have to have a background in healthcare to help make a difference in our community. The hospital and our clinics offer great benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off for vacations and illness, a retirement match, and tremendous opportunities for professional growth. Check out the careers page at SheridanHospital.org to see what's waiting for you right in your own backyard. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County School District Number 2 High School Booster Club will be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. At Prime Rate Motors, they recently had a customer stop in that didn't need to buy a car. She needed to sell a car. The Prime Rate Motor team went to work assessing the value of her car. Soon they met with her, determined what she thought she wanted for her car. Prime Rate went over the process of determining its value, and she was overjoyed at the final outcome. She left with a check, but she was thinking seriously about a car she'd been eyeballing out on the lot. Problem solved here at Prime Rate Motors and Super Trailer Store, 2305 Coffeen Avenue in Sheridan. Hi, this is Christy Kinghorn with Buffalo Realty, talking about 205 Wallace Creek Road near Buffalo on 40 acres. This four-bedroom, three-bath home is move-in ready, has spectacular views, kitchen has tile floors, granite countertops, Open living room has vaulted ceilings with glass doors leading out to the large deck. Master bath includes two vanities and a jet tub plus a separate shower. Call me, Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, please be cautious when you're out there driving this morning. I slid right past the studio. I had to back up to get into the parking lot. So please use caution. Take your time. And this morning I am joined by FFA members Jet West. Kira Benedict, and Emily Walton. Good morning, FFA, and welcome back. 
Thank you. <laughs> Great to be back. Good, good. I'm glad to see you guys here. Uh, you said driving uh, around wasn't too bad this morning, Jed. Everything, you guys made it here all right? Yeah, uh, no, honestly, the roads, I don't know. I really enjoyed the weather this morning because there were these big, large snowflakes, and I always enjoy <laughs> watching the snow fall, and it's not, you know, kind of that crisp snow that hurts. Yeah, the, the nasty stuff. But yeah. no, I mean, when I was driving, I didn't really have any problems just took my time made sure to stay cautious while driving and yeah i just had a good time getting here yeah just uh make sure that you guys are careful heading back to wherever you're heading whether it be school or or somewhere else just be sure that you're you're okay now kira tell me a little bit about yourself so i grew up in sheridan doing both 4-h and ffa with two of my brothers um it's just kind of been a lifestyle for me showing animals and doing static projects do you live on a farm? Yeah, I live just right out past Wyarno. So this literally is like, it's yeah. a lifestyle. Yeah, it definitely is. It's always been a fun activity for me to do, and I hope to keep doing it as I grow older. Now, uh, you just kind of sparked a question in my head. Do you ever notice, and I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, devalidate anyone who doesn't live on a farm, but have you noticed that when kids join the FFA, if they're coming from a farm, they are maybe more active in different aspects of the FFA as to like, well, this is just part of life anyway. So this is a great way to be active and do things that in a way I kind of already know. Yeah, you tend to, we have a lot of diversity throughout FFA, which is really nice. It's not just strictly the farmers and the ranchers aspect of agriculture, but you have a lot of new members that come in wanting to learn more about it and what we do and how we help out the community and the different parts that are involved in agriculture and the FFA program that like that's not part of their typical everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're looking for that new experience, yeah. aren't they? They're looking to expand on their knowledge of what goes on out there yeah. at these farms uh, and something that's uh, so vital to our community, agriculture. Emily, what about you? Um, well, I grew up most of my life in Montana in a small town in Bernie. And then I'm a, junior and at Sheridan High School. I am the FFA's secretary. And well, I just kind of go back and forth doing a lot of things. I'm also a diver for the Sheridan High School. Oh, right on. Yeah. So I just kind of go back and forth doing both things. So as a secretary, a lot of the things that you take part in and, and, you know, uh, after the break, I'm going to tell listeners that FFA is more than future farmers of America. And that is why they actually changed the name, yeah. which is something that I didn't learn until this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I came in here ready to call you guys future farmers of America, but that is not technically the name. Yeah. So as secretary, is a lot of the stuff that you do almost like administrative, like mm-hmm. uh, you're learning how to uh, run books and keep the totals, things like that. Pretty much. Like when we have a meeting, I keep track of who is like seconding things, who's making motions, that type of stuff. And then we also go over the minutes, which minutes are you pretty much just go over what happened at the last meeting just to refresh everybody's mind about what happened. And then I also keep track of our FFA points. So our points, we it's it's just like we're keeping track of who has been to what activity and they get points. And at the end of the year, we see whoever has the most points and sometimes they get rewarded for that. Or like just in January, we went to the Denver Stock Show and whoever had like the most points got to participate in that and go on this trip. Of course, oh, wow. of course we had to like uh, help in and like pitch in some money with hotel costs and stuff. But like 
for the most part, it was a really fun time for kids who had the most points in FFA. Yeah, and boy, Wyoming really did great in that competition. I'm oh, yeah. Very proud of you guys. Uh, now, you know, the military keeps like a point system, too. And we mm-hmm. sent uh, a limited number of troops to Germany one year to cross-train with German engineers. Uh, it was a fantastic time. But again, it all depended on your point system. Right. Uh, you know, and, and that had a lot of weight. So I think I think an organization that awards activity, mm-hmm. I think, is is something that's really good. Uh, I, I really like how you guys run that. And uh, again, kind of going back on your secretary duties, you're going to come out of this with experience in government. Oh, yeah, of course. <clears throat> Which is fantastic. Again, another arm in the FFA that a lot of people don't don't think about when they think um, oh, yeah. FFA membership, do they? No, yeah. not really. <laughs> Jet, what about you, buddy? I'm a junior at Sheridan High School. I'm 17 years old, and I'm the president of the John B. Kendrick FFA chapter. Uh, I live on a ranch, and I'm actively involved in other agricultural sectors, whether it be through ag leadership or, or trying to better myself through, through basically anything that I can do in agriculture um, in hopes that it'll prepare me uh, when I step into the real world outside of high school and even outside of college. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the biggest things that I try to do is uh, further myself. That way I'm better ahead when it comes to uh, the real world, when it comes to getting outside of education. Jet, this is the, uh, the second year you and I have spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you seem like the type of kid, you kind of got your ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh what what are you looking forward to after high school? Um, if you don't mind me asking, what what are your plans? So as of right now, I feel that my biggest plan is I want to go into a career path in law. And uh, in doing that, I either want to do ag law, whether it be land rights or water management, because, I mean, water's really never going to go away. And it's right. going to be important that we have people... Uh, hopefully, like me, that will advocate for these agriculturists that may be losing some of their some of their land rights and some of their water rights to to people that maybe are a little bit more educated on the systems uh, that aren't really just regularly for farmers and ranchers. Yeah. So it's really important that I feel like going into this future profession, hopefully being an ag lawyer, I can help represent our typical everyday farmer and rancher. An agricultural enthusiast alike. Jet, that is an amazing plan that you've got there. Uh, and and all I would ask is, is stick with it because we need people just like that. Uh, working in the news service, you you see how important water is. You know, uh, you hear about the laws that are being made and the negotiations that are going on, not only in Cheyenne, but way up on Capitol Hill in D.C. And, and like you said, a lot of those people upstairs, they know how important water is. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people are grabbing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's everybody else who could, you could either win from it or you yeah. could lose from it, depending on whose uh, hand is doing the grabbing. So it's good to know that uh, you've seen that even at your age. Yeah, it's, it's important to fight for the underdog. Absolutely. It really is. Now, Jet, most people know uh, what the FFA is, but for listeners who do not, can you tell me what the organization is and the types of activities and competitions that you guys take part in throughout the year, mm-hmm. uh, w- one of which just got done? Mm-hmm. Well, the National FFA organization is an organization that helps kids uh, students, I should say, that want to go into the agricultural sector or even want to just develop some of their own leadership skills going on into a later life. 
I mean, you really don't have to live on a farm or a ranch. In the creed, it mentions uh, living on a farm or a ranch or being engaged in other agricultural pursuits. The FFA creed is a motto that many live by within the agricultural sector today because it still breeds true even though it's, what, almost a century old now. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's super important that we understand that in FFA, you don't have to live on a farm or a ranch, and you can be what I like to call an agricultural enthusiast. And that means that you're active within the agricultural sector, but you don't have to live on a farm or a ranch. Yeah. So what the National FFA organization is, is it's basically a pathway to your future in agriculture. And in doing this, you can do supervised agricultural experiences, career development events, or even just your agricultural education classes. The National FFA organization kind of encompasses it all to help develop you as a person and help develop your nation as an agriculturist. Now, Jet, uh, what inspired you to join the organization? Uh, do you remember that moment where you you were like, you know what, I'm going to get that jacket? Hmm. Well, I think the biggest thing is it's almost a tradition in my family. My dad was a state officer actually in Wyoming. He was the parliamentarian, and I can't remember the year. But, dad, <laughs> but He's glad you can't remember the year, yeah. Jeff. But my dad was in FFA, and my mom didn't have an FFA program where she grew up, but she would have really loved to, and she's been an active uh, booster within the alumni now. And uh, no, it, it breeds a tradition, I feel like, within my family itself uh, because my dad was a state officer. My brother went through the ranks of his high school uh, through this John B. Kendrick FFA chapter, winding up as the vice president his last year in FFA. And I feel that I've kind of taken a lot of those, uh, kind of taken a lot of the history um, from my family side and tried to make my own path in FFA while still kind of staying true to the traditions that we have within my own family. And I feel like that was the biggest thing is that the moment, you know, I knew that I was going into high school, I wanted to be an FFA. I was eager to get started on, on my own path to kind of paving a way towards my future in agriculture. And I love how you how you said that, you know, you're sticking with the tradition, but you're you're cutting your own path mm-hmm. through the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's absolutely great. Now, Emily, what about you? Oh, same with Jet. Really, it's just kind of been a tradition. Like, both of my uncles did it. My mom didn't really participate in it, but my older sister, Kelsey, did. And I think, specifically, it was her that really sparked my, like, like, I really wanted to do it with her. Like, I went and watched her with public speaking all the time when we lived in Montana, and I just loved it. I loved watching her. Like, she was really a role model for me. And so I knew that, like, once I got into high school, I really wanted to do FFA, and I wanted to be just like Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) That is great, though. That's great, because I'm sure, you know, there's probably girls in the audience watching you right now, you know, going, there you go. Now I know what I want to do. Kira? Well, it's not really a tradition in my family, unfortunately, (laughs) but one of my brothers ended up doing it, and I got to see the way that he built the bonds and the bonds that he has kept from junior high all the way up to high school and now into his everyday life with some of them having kids and everything. And so I love to see the connections that he's made and how that that helped shape him as a person and that those people are going to be in his life and they're going to be there for him whenever they need him. And he's always going to be right there too. hate to put you on the spot, but have you made those connections? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Friendships that are going to last a lifetime. Definitely. Good friendships, too. I, I think that's fantastic. All right. I got to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have more with our Sheridan FFA members. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County School District Number 2 High School Booster Club will be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. A great meal that benefits a great cause. The Knights of Columbus Lenten Fish Fry Dinner, 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. this Friday, February. 24th at 301 East Brundage in Sheridan. Tickets are $12 a person, $50 for a family of five or more. Dine in or take it out. Proceeds benefit the Holy Name Catholic School Tuition Assistance Fund. For shut-in delivery, call 672-0936. The Knights of Columbus Fish Fry Dinner this Friday at Rodolini Hall where the Knights of Columbus meet. Hey y'all, it's Eli Mosley. The band and I are headed your way to play at the Y.O. Theater Friday, March 3rd at 7 o'clock. You've heard my music on your local radio station. Now come see us live and come say hi. I'd love to meet you and hope to see you there. Once again, that's at the Y.O. Theater in Sheridan, Wyoming at 7 o'clock on Friday, March 3rd. See ya. Was one of your New Year's resolutions to take better care of your car? It all starts with maintenance, and Midas Tire and Auto's here to help you start the new year off right. Midas has money-saving offers on what it takes to keep your vehicle running smoothly. From oil changes to fluid changes and any needed repairs, make your car last longer by following the maintenance schedule in your owner's manual. Midas size your vehicle now and save an extra 15% till the end of the month. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. There's lots of fish under that ice just waiting for you, and they can be worth some cash. Get your rods and reels ready for the third annual Rotary Club Ice Fishing Derby at Lake Desmet Saturday, February 25th. You'll have a chance to win the $25,000 grand prize and prizes in four categories. $1,000 for the largest fish, $300 for second place, $200 for third, and $250 tag fish. Tickets available during Derby Day at the lake, also at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports in Sheridan, or online at SheridanRotary.org. And oh, by the way, helicopter rides will be available as well, weather permitting. Sheridan's Rotary Ice Fishing Derby at Lake DeSmet, Saturday, February 25th, brought to you by Tegler & Associates, Sheridan Media, Interior Images, Century 21 BHJ Realty, Precision Excavation, Aaron Waddell, DYT Creative Marketing Solutions, Dawson Megan Power Sales & Associates of Century 21 BHJ Realty, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, Hammer Chevrolet, Elevate Financial, and Wyoming Aviation Association. If you have a pet, you know they have your heart, which means every day is Valentine's Day. This is Mandy Coltisco with Century 21 BHJ Realty, and I am excited to sponsor the Happy Valentine's Day photo contest. Enter a photo of your pet or you and your pet in the Happy Valentine's Day photo contest online at SheridanMedia.com. Enter one time each day through February 24th, and the winner will receive $200 in chamber bucks. Enter now at SheridanMedia.com. 
Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am with FFA members Jet West, Kira Benedict, and Emily Walton. FFA develops members' potential and helps them discover their talent through their hands-on experiences, which gives members the tools to achieve real-world success. Something Jet was telling you about in the first half. Something else we were talking about. FFA is not just for students who want to be production farmers. It also welcomes members who aspire to careers as teachers, doctors, scientists, business owners, and much more. And for this reason, the name of the organization was updated in 1988 after a vote of the National Convention delegates to reflect the growing diversity and the new opportunities in the industry of agriculture. And speaking of opportunities... If you like this organization, and I know there are a lot of people out there who are extremely loyal to the FFA, a lot of alumni, we've got the Barn Bash coming up. Uh, So um, I'll let whoever wants to take it. What is the Barn Bash? Okay, so the Barn Bash is a big fundraiser that our FFA alumni puts on every single year. Um, And it helps us raise money to go towards our scholarships for our graduating seniors and different fun trips that we may have. Um, This year, it is on February 25th, so that's this Saturday. So come on down to the fairgrounds exhibit hall at 6 p.m., and we have Rick Geisler playing some music for us so that we have lots of dancing. We have a live and silent auction going on, and Jimmy Ligurski is doing our beef for us this year. Oh, really? Now, uh, how's the beef going to be prepared? Does anybody know, or we're all just going to be surprised when we get there? I think it's going to be a surprise. Oh, yes. Hey, uh, okay. I'm looking forward. That that sounds pretty good. Now, what about tickets? Uh, how much are they? Do I need them? Do I get them at the door? Tickets are, you can get them right at the door. It's $25 a person, and kids that are 10 and under are free to get in. Oh, fantastic. So you can take the family down there. Oh, yeah. Uh, this sounds like a lot of fun. What will we see at the barn bench? So you said we've got a couple auctions going on. Yeah, so I know in the silent auction, there's some different baskets getting thrown in, whether it's Pampered Chef or I think there's a baking basket and some Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, And then live auction. I know every year our officer team gets kind of auctioned off type things, and we do some help, like we help out with whoever wins the bid, and we help out with them. I want to say it's for six hours of community service, and not only does it help us, but it helps them get any jobs accomplish that holy cow that that right there there's there's the winning prize right if you've got a lot of work that needs done you've got motivated kids who know what they're doing heading out to the house to help out that's pretty great i believe there's also like a bison hunt as well oh wow oh yeah um, black tooth large animal services usually offers like some free service or free time oh Oh, yeah so there's definitely quite a few gift baskets that cover a wide plethora of you know kind of options fantastic opportunities and great services that are being offered out there now jet how long did this take to organize uh this would be a great question for the ffa alumni but i know that the one of the bigger alumni members is my mom so she has (laughs) been planning this for quite a long time now i can't give you an exact date but i bet you she's at home right now still kind of trying to prep up some sponsorships as well as uh Kind of uh, get some last-minute details in right before the barn bash starts. (laughs) You said she was involved. She's out there working right now. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. All right. Now, uh, Emily, I'm going to come to you. There is a theme to Mm -hmm. this barn bash this year. What's the theme? 
Uh, today or this week, this time it is frosted. So last year it was kind of like a Hawaiian type theme, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going in the opposite direction this year. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, and we are looking for like really cold weather this week. So I guess it'll kind of just match. <laughs> <laughs> was was the theme set up so everyone could just wear what they were wearing when they walk in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're hoping our ag teacher may dress up as Elsa from Frozen. Oh, that would be fantastic. Maybe Anna. Who knows? (laughs) Depends on what Mr. Christensen's feeling today. He could be Olaf. Who knows? Who knows? Now, what would you say was the greatest challenge in getting all this uh, uh, put together? Well, I feel that the biggest challenge for putting on the FFA Barn Bash has to be just uh, the amount of time that it takes to put on an event like this. And I know that... Kira's mom is very actively involved in the FFA alumni as well as my mom. And I know that they've been talking lots about this in their FFA alumni meetings that go on during the same time as our actual uh, FFA, John B. Kendrick FFA meetings. And really, it's just it just takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to plan an event like this for this large of scale. And in hopes of doing this, I mean, it's a fundraiser that's going to give back to the FFA members that are actively involved right now. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. The money's going to a great cause. And if you're looking for that silent auction, you can actually find it on SheridanMedia.com. Now, one more time, when and where is this Barn Bash going to be? The Barn Bash is on February 25th, which is this Saturday, up at the exhibit hall at the fairgrounds, and it's at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Tickets at the door? Yeah, $25 at the door, 10 and under are free. You can take the whole family down there, folks. Uh, now... Uh, I'm going to go around the table, and I'm going to ask one last question of you guys. And I'm going to start with you, Jet. Uh, why is the FFA important to you? I don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Well, the FFA is important to me because it shapes who I am today. And I feel that that's the biggest thing everybody in this room is probably going to say, is that FFA has developed them in a way that I don't think any other organization could. It has helped harness some of their uh, inborn leadership capabilities, and it has helped us help others. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, and that's that's what good people do. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, yeah, Uh, you don't even have to go any any farther past that. With you know, we help others. Oh yeah. Boom. How about you, Emily? Uh, It's pretty much the same thing like what Jet said. Like it's for me personally, it's really helped with my social skills. While I'm not very comfortable, like most people like Jet, I'm I'm getting a lot more comfortable talking to people. And I've met so many new people with this organization. Like I have friends up in Laramie and Cheyenne now from like FFA camp. Like it's just like makes everyone bond together. And I don't know. It's just really helped me become more me, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Broaden your horizons and yet at the same time. Oh, yeah, for really, sure. Really open you up to, yes. to new opportunities. Now, Kira? FFA has been a part of my life for a long time, watching both my brothers do it. Um, it's definitely something that has shaped me, like the these other two said. I have a best friend who is in Thermopolis who I would don't think I would have ever met if it wasn't for FFA and being able to go to FIRE or to FFA leadership camp. But it's definitely been a big part of my life and it's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. That's fantastic to hear. All right. I want to thank you guys for coming in this morning and joining me on the radio. I think all of you did a bang-up job. Thank you for being here. Please be careful heading back to wherever you're headed to.
All right, when we come back, we're going to talk with Sage Community Arts and the Distillers Guild. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County School District Number 2 High School Booster Club will be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. When the unexpected happens, you may wonder what's next. Champion Funeral Home can help you through this phase of life. They provide support and personal services while helping you create a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Champion Funeral Home has been locally owned and operated since 1911, providing compassion and care to Sheridan and Johnson County. Visit Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6329. Was one of your New Year's resolutions to take better care of your car? It all starts with maintenance, and Midas Tire and Auto's here to help you start the new year off right. Midas has money-saving offers on what it takes to keep your vehicle running smoothly. From oil changes to fluid changes and any needed repairs, make your car last longer by following the maintenance schedule in your owner's manual. Midas size your vehicle now and save an extra 15% till the end of the month. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business service provider located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. We're heating things up this month at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. Today through Friday, February 25th, we're giving away $200 in gift cards each day. A total of $2,000 in gift cards this month. So come in and register today. In fact, you can come in and register every day. No purchase necessary. You can't win if you don't sign up. We're giving away $2,000 in gift cards at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Sign up today at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. Wrap Plumbing and Heating can handle any job you have, big or small. From new construction to a pesky leaking toilet, the professionals at Wrap Plumbing and Heating are here to assist you. Drippy faucet? Sure. New shower hardware? No problem. Plumbing an entire new house? For sure. Logs that need snaked? Oh yeah. Wrap Plumbing and Heating has not met a job they can't handle. Too big a crap? Call Dan Rapp at 429-1196. Good morning and welcome back to Public (laughs) Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by the Executive Director of Sage Community Arts, Jill Benson, and the Executive Director of the Distillers Guild, Michelle Forster. Good morning, ladies, and welcome back to the show. Thanks, Floyd. (laughs) Now, uh, just starting off, Jill, how's uh, how's it been down at Sage this winter? Still a lot of people coming in? Yeah, you know, we're getting some pretty good traffic. You do see a little 
with the lovely natural glitter that keeps coming out of the sky. <laughs> and stinging your face. And stinging yeah. the face and making us rosy-cheeked and happy for the new year. No, we are really getting some good crowds, and we, you know, we had a, a couple weeks ago, we had our photography uh, opening show, and for a January, you know, we were like, oh, maybe it wasn't that well attended. We actually counted the numbers, and we were... At 60 people for the night, we're like, oh, well, there was snow, there was shipboard closures, there was this, and they're like, hey, we are doing good. And we're they just still like, went in. They still went in. They still wanted to be there. And we even had people travel in out of town to for it, and we were able to put them up for the night and be there to be in person to talk about their art or come and see the art of some of their um, fellow friends and artists. So yeah. We are doing really good. We're just thinking of those big, warm, sunny summer numbers. We're like, those do exist. They will be back. They will but be back. For winter, we are doing well. <laughs> that's, that's good to hear. Now, uh, Michelle, how about uh, the Distillers Guild? Uh, what do you guys even do in winter? Well, fair enough. I mean, we drink a lot more whiskey, I think. <laughs> more, more gin in the summer, whiskey in the winter. I that's think the that's tasting season, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, we're good. Uh, the distillers are just, you know, we're wrapping up our legislative session, obviously, which is the main point of a distillers guild or an, a trade association to advocate at the legislative level. So the session's about to wrap up. We're we're pretty excited about one bill that's probably going to go through that'll make our lives a little bit easier. And also w- without getting easier. off in the weeds too much, what is that bill and what is it? What does it deal with? The bill essentially allows for a distiller in Wyoming to transfer a small amount of product directly to a retailer um, per week. So normally your product has to go through the state first. The state yeah. is our distributor and the distributor sells to a retailer. But this will make it a lot easier for distributors to, or excuse me, for retailers to get their hands on really limited releases. Like we have a distillery who does it absinthe in Casper, which is a very unusual spirit. Um, to my knowledge, there's probably fewer than five distilleries in the region that do an absinthe, but they do it in really limited quantities. So it's hard to get it out to a retailer if you have to sell it by the case to the state and then distribute it from there. Yeah. So this will make it easier for retailers to have really special things on their shelves directly from the Wyoming distilleries absolutely uh and and did you head down to cheyenne for this one were you in the in the lobby or up in chambers was in cheyenne although this bill has actually been brought by the retailers so we allow you know we kind of just let them do their thing off to the side yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're happy to support it and say yes this is great for our distilleries but it's not our bill so our retailer partners have been amazing running this bill and you know checking in with us to make sure we support it we're comfortable with it and this is the best case scenario in our industry is the tiers working together yeah. for something that benefits everybody. Yeah. I, I would only think, I would think the only concern would be some sort of oversight or taxing on that. Uh, taxes. Yeah. The state has to have the taxes. They yeah. have to have their cut. Yeah. yeah. And, and this bill absolutely allows them to still get the taxes from the product, even though it's not physically finding its way to the state and back to the retailer taxes are still being paid. Yeah, Wyoming's a little unusual in the way that we actually mm. uh, get the liquor out, isn't it? A, a little bit, yeah. Now, um, you may or may not know, and I will get back on topic here in just a moment, <laughs> but uh, is is that uh, kind of a Wyoming-only thing, or do a lot of states have like a state-controlled commission? It's not Wyoming only, but it is not common. There's probably fewer than maybe 10 states in the country that are control states. And some are control states for all types of alcohol. In Wyoming, it's only for wine and liquor. So beer is is what we would consider kind of an independent product in that 
it's it's sourced through an independent distributor to the retailer, but liquor and wine has to go through the state. Yeah, and that's that is a, it's a relatively it's a it's a model that we are comfortable with in the industry. Um, it just depends, you know. Our liquor commission, our liquor division, is really great to work with. We're lucky to have people who support. Wyoming spirits and wine at the commission Mm -hmm. in other states, you might not be so lucky. And that's the deal. Like you want to be in a state where the commission itself is supportive of local product. Absolutely. We're very lucky to have that. Yeah. We're okay with it. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, them only wanting, you know, to import things from other areas. Uh, Right. Yeah. I think of all the great liquor that wouldn't be out there. Right. Just imagine how sad a life it would be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, one last question I've got for you. And when it comes to the distillers, what would you say is the greatest challenge for a, a local distiller in the Cowboys state? Is it something like that? Is it having to ship it up to, to the commission and wait for it to come back? You know, I, I think most of our distillers are pretty happy with the system, distribution system in Wyoming. Um, I don't think they would consider that a great challenge. I think if anything, we would consider geography and lack of dense population density a challenge. Yeah. And also just in the craft alcohol sector, I also work with the craft brewers. And in that sector, it's really important to be able to talk about, you know, hyper local community engagement so if you don't have like craft breweries, as you guys know, have tap rooms, they have physical spaces you can go and enjoy the product together with your friends and family. But and, and distilleries have tasting rooms, but that's a relatively new privilege for distilleries. And it's not the same. You it's usually like a shotgun bar. Yeah, totally. And you, you might go down the street and have a couple of beers with your friends, but you're probably not going to go down the street and have a couple of martinis with your friends. You know, right. that's not something you're going to do every day after work. So the perception of connection over liquor is different than connection over beer, even though it's this, you know, we have the same passion and desire to engage our local communities, but we need to work to help people understand this, that there's a way to do this safely. And it's still the same passion for community. Absolutely. Uh, You know, I think about some of the the brewers here in town mm -hmm. and how many events are held at those breweries. Mm -hmm. You know, they're always having some sort of community involvement. Correct. And so uh, now speaking of community involvement, uh, last year you held the inaugural event, the Soiree. Can you remind folks (laughs) what the Soiree is? Yes, we've been referring to it as the night of indulgence. You get to indulge in the visual arts, the performing arts, and the distilled arts. Mm -hmm. And it was a a lovely little brainchild that we came up of how do we get to experience this, kind of going through, because Michelle and I had tried to work on some of the the beer and art side of stuff. We're like, well, we also have the distillers side of it. How do we start to get something more like that to where we can connect, can um, see some of the more abstract ways of these things t- to to come together. And so that's where we started creating this progressive night of there's a VIP hour over at Sage that has specialty VIP cocktails only for them. But then we go over to the YO Theater and there's a large tasting hour that'll feature all the distillers that are part of the guild. And that's a beautiful time to get to taste all of these that some they'll bring some of their limited releases or their specialty reserves. And that's, again, this we're trying to create that denser population for the distillers, but then also for the community to get to because we're a big, lovely, beautiful state. But especially at times like this, 
it's going to be hard to get over. Feels a little remote, doesn't it? Nice to see you. (laughs) So we bring them here together and they get to be experiencing this wonderful craft um, distilled spirit while listening to amazing, diverse uh, craft music that's going on. And the visual, the stunning display of many of my abstract artists will be on display as well. And so it was just a night to get to indulge in all the senses in a, a community space. A true decadence of the yeah, senses. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, what, what did we learn from last year? How did last year go? I would say it was unusual for a first event in that it was very successful. We were both mm-hmm. able to walk away with some profit that funded both, you know, we're the Distillers Guild and Sage are nonprofits. So we were able to, and then you know, some people are like, well, why are you guys working together? Because we have the same idea of a guild working over members that are, we're trying to do stuff for our members that are part of this. I'm trying to do stuff for all the member artists there and Michelle's trying to do all the stuff for the distillers. And so we're able to take that back and up some of our messaging and programming and also other ways of giving back into the community and another way to show that for Sage's side that we were a community entity and that we learned that it is something shared in once. We had over 150 people there and they got to dress to the nines or in whatever they felt most in to come. And and so I feel like from my perspective, that's where we really learned that it's something that's wanted. It's something that's just a little bit different, but, um, and also it's a very big event to plan. Yeah. (laughs) I would imagine. I would imagine. So, if there was any like primary lesson learned last year that you applied or going to apply this year, what would that be? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to just echo what Jill said that to me, the biggest lesson we learned was this works yeah. that Sheridan wants this and they, they want something more elevated experience based that they can, where they can celebrate their own local culture and their their local products and where they can come together and do something sort of sort of fancy some black tie affair yeah, yeah. right exactly yeah. and and i so we've been kind of just building on it this year how, how do we make that even more so how do we you know accentuate that experience for everybody in sheridan and how do we make it appealing to travelers if the roads are open to come also uh, to celebrate not just shared in culture, because we do bring musicians over from Casper and we bring distilleries from all over the state. How can we make this an event where we celebrate Wyoming culture? Yeah. You know, a different side of Wyoming culture than what maybe we're used to celebrating in the state. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Something a little bit different. Uh, it, not that uh, we don't all love a hoedown. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, when I was in the military, they have what's called dining ins or dining outs, depending mm-hmm. on where you go and who attends. And they're black tie affairs. Mm. And a lot of the soldiers, you know, just shake their head. Oh, I don't want to do this. Right. I loved them. I absolutely loved them. There it gave go. us all an excuse to make sure that your class A's or your blues mm-hmm. were all set. You got to pin everything on. You got to put on the black tie, head out and dance uh, with your girl or, or your guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as while well, they're dressed to the nines as well. And it's very formal. Yeah. Uh, it's extremely formal, and it, and it's nice to do that every now and then. Yes. And so I think the soiree is fantastic because that gives all of us here in Sheridan an opportunity to throw on tops and tails if we want, grab the cane that Grandpa left you and head out the door. I love it. You know, it's it's something. <laughs> exactly. And it's something that you're going to remember. 
right. we've had so many great comments of people asking for like, when is it going to be? Let me put it on my calendar. Like this was so neat to do. And we actually had people who were coming through last year and saw this and like, Hey, we want to, we want to do this or yeah. others who had missed it. And they're like, we couldn't make it. We, we wanted to do that. So taking that feedback, we're trying to, really elevate our marketing of that this is an experience it's an elevated elegant uh you get to be elegant that night you get to have this but we're not exclusionary like you get Mm -hmm. to have we're having craft distillers who have you know taken the bootstraps to come up and then um these amazing performing artists that this is their life that they have put so much heart and soul into and then these artists as well but it's like you get to meet them yeah. So it's not just a big like we want to love to say we're as big as the Broadway performers, but those they're like they're so distant you don't get to talk to them. Here you get to see them perform, see them, see what their brush strokes were, and then you get to talk with them, yeah. share a drink with them, and then that's what's also so fun is we're really asking all of our distillers also to have mocktails because that is another part of their craft is understanding how flavors come together. Because we're having such a diverse group of people come in, there's you know non-drinkers and those who maybe want to taste some stuff, but then change to a different. So they're going to show, okay, you don't have to just go to sparkly water. We can give you something that's still decadent and full of flavor, full of body, and we can talk deep to you about it. But it's alcohol free. And yeah. So again, to just show this, um, and that was another thing we really are upping is to have this other side of what the distillers are able to do of that they they understand mixing the mixology they can really put that together and that's why we really promote the abstract art because i feel that's the the visual side of the mixology and so it's like how do you take the blobs of paint and this and curve it together and make this visually stunning thing that might not always fill someone but if it it speaks to you in another way yeah yeah and and you know, when it comes to that, uh, the performing arts and, and the visual arts while you're walking around kind of enjoying the flavors mm-hmm. of Wyoming. And uh, it's 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 an experience that is extremely unique. And, and like you said, you get to talk to the artists themselves. Mm-hmm. You can talk to the distillers mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. and actually understand the whole process. You know, uh, Jill, you know, I absolutely love having artists and performers on mm-hmm. here because I love to know the process. How did we get sure. from I have an idea to holy cow, that's beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. or, or wow. Or right. and I love to be awestruck. I, I think out of all the experiences, you know, to to, to be standing there in awe uh, in life is 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 a rarity. And and when I get to be in the presence of artists and people who really pour their passion into something, mm-hmm. I'm in awe. Yes, uh, and and it's great to see. Now, um, is this strictly black tie tops and tails, or or what's the dress attire? We really encourage you to bust out whatever you feel inspired for. Of course, we are going to the nines, and it's our excuse to get new ball gowns that are (laughs) on their way. (laughs) Snow be darned. Now's the chance to peacock, right? (laughs) But we saw every sort of dress last year. We had the formal kilt wear and attire, and then we had the, the tried and true beloved nice pullover and jeans that were dusted off that they were just comfortable to be there um and so we aren't going to turn you away we want you to come and feel because a lot of our distillers and artists they're not black tie minded they're focused and in love with their art their art and their craft 
is very high level. But they, and that's what you'll get to learn. Some of them are very humble about this. And so whatever you feel comfortable um, coming in, it's, you know, it's April 7th. So you might want to have a little bundle up. Who knows what it's going to be like. <laughs> so <laughs> luck of the draw on that yeah. one, right? But we, we have also had feedback. People are like, we're so excited to just try something new to wear. We're like, yeah, if there's an outfit you've wanted to try, wasn't sure where to wear it. This is where to wear it. This is where to put it on. Yeah, yes. this is this is where mom gets to this break out the, the pretty dress. Right? Yes. The one that she <laughs> she got for Christmas yep. and right. wondered, where am where I going to wear, wear that? Yeah. Soiree. All right. So I've only got a couple minutes left. So real quick, let's yes. get down to the brass tacks details. What performers am I going to see this year? Great. I'm so glad you asked. We're so excited this year. So we are, we're bringing back some performers from last year. Uh, we had a great violin-viola duet from Casper. They both play for the Wyoming Symphony, Gary and Jennifer DiPaolo. Wow. And they, Gary's a composer. They'll be doing some original works and electronic looping to create this really amazing modern kind of ambiance music that's based in classical technique, which is super cool. And then we have an opera set again. Um, I'll be singing in this opera set with a friend of mine from California, the wonderful Felipe Prado, who's flying out from L.A. And then... Finally, uh, Paul Radzi Terai will be doing the Funk Town finale once again this year. He'll be I, I love funk, by the way. I absolutely love it. <laughs> and he's as good as he gets mm-hmm. in Sheridan. He, he'll be doing a great Motown reggae funk set for us. So it'll be really exciting. That's fantastic. Now, when it comes to the visual arts, uh, Jill, I got about a minute. Um, what am I going to see? There's Is there a gonna, theme? It's all abstract art, and I just did a call for art to my artists, and I had a spot for 10, so there'll be around 15 to 20 pieces of art, depending what they bring for me. But we're going to have big, giant QR codes that say, buy me, click those, you buy it right away, because we want to promote them, be able to support them as well. Okay. We're having it in April. Uh, when? Where? Uh, April 7th. Main event is 6 to 9.30 at the Wyo. There's a VIP hour beforehand over at Sage. Those tickets are $95. General admission is 55 And tickets can be purchased through the Wyo Theater. Fantastic. Jill, Michelle, thank you both so much for coming thank in this you. morning. Brave in those thank roads you. to come I, and yeah. see you. I greatly appreciate it. Always a pleasure. I'm glad I could be here today with you guys as well. And we are too. Didn't have to be over the phone. <laughs> All right, folks, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County School District Number 2 High School Booster Club will be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. February is all about love, and you are going to love this deal. When you 
buy a new used car from Sheridan Honda, you'll get a $100 gift card to Frackleton's. Oh, wow. Long gone are chocolates and flowers. Now it's a new car and fancy dinner. <laughs> That's right. Sheridan Honda has lots of cars that are single and ready to mingle. Just stop in or shop online and keep an eye out for our new arrivals on the front page of this week's Country Bounty. Make this Valentine's Day one to remember with Sheridan hey, it's Honda Jimmy and Fallon Power Sports. You to join me on Fox Across America weekdays at 10 a.m. on News Talk 930 KROE. Dreaming of green grass, sunny days, and long drives right down the middle of the fairway? Well, so are we. It's time to get ready for the 2023 golf season at Kendrick Golf Course. Rates are still extremely reasonable, making Kendrick Sheridan's best golf value. Take advantage of their preseason discounts and save even more. Discounted Pass is now on sale at City Hall or online at SheridanWY.gov through March 31st. The snow will be gone. The grass will be greening up before we know it. So don't miss out. Play golf this season at Kendrick Golf Course. Oh, did you inherit a home that you don't want? Maybe it's run down or in the part of town that you don't like. And dealing with getting it cleaned up and listed is one more thing that you don't need on the plate. Wire Renovation is here to help. No matter the condition or the location, Wire Renovation will take a look and make you a cash offer with minimal bank involvement. Wire Renovation. Are you looking for a rewarding career? Then Sheridan Memorial Hospital is looking for you to join our dedicated team. We have clinical and non-clinical openings, so you don't have to have a background in healthcare to help make a difference in our community. The hospital and our clinics offer great benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off for vacations and illness, a retirement match, and tremendous opportunities for professional growth. Check out the careers page at SheridanHospital.org to see what's waiting for you right in your own backyard. You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. Some of the best things about business are the connections you make. Whether you're working with people down the block, across the state, or on the other side of the country, Range can help keep your connections strong. I'm Gabe Reese, your Range Business Solutions Specialist. I'm here to make sure your business has the network, service, internet, phone system, and video monitoring you need. With Range, KROE, Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio. KROE.